Here we are, and welcome to a sweet new episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because this is our Rosh Hashanah, for the few non-Jews that listen to this show. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish spiritual new year, happens in the fall every year, and we say sweet because we eat a lot of sweet things, including, which we got a taste of this weekend, Mom's Honey Cake. Beck, what's your top chef review of Mom's Honey Cake? This is one of those real sort of... Ugly delicious foods where <laughs> it is Ugly it delicious. is just like a you know, a monotonous thick brown loaf. Oh yeah, with but the that but when you slice into it you could see how dry the insides of it are. Oh. And as you pick up a piece it sort of like both crumbles in your ma- in your hand and like just is like a dense glob as you eat it. Um, but it's deeply beloved because it's nostalgic of our childhood. Um, wait, wait. Let's also talk about it has this like bra- extra brown molassesy crust on the top, mm-hmm. but it's mushy crust. Yeah, as mm. I'm saying, it like defies physics. It is both. It like contains all the textures at oh. once. <laughs> um, and. And this is a real deep cut. Deep well, cut. This for, is for Howie. This, yeah, for for Howie, I think this is for, for Howie, Howie. Any other people? Howie, Razi, Nadav, anyone who went? I mean, Josh would Josh, occasionally come. Yeah, but he didn't come on the high holidays. Josh Asheroff would. Josh know. Asheroff would know. Um, it you know it just it tastes like honey cake in a basement in Hampstead. Yep. There's no other way to describe Hampstead, it. Hampstead, Montreal, which is where our synagogue was, and you would get, during Rosh Hashanah, there was something called children's program, where, because the services are so long, they'd have the kids go out and do activities, little learning activities, and the big moment was, like, either at the end or the break when they would serve apple juice and, and honey, honey cake. cake. And the honey cake would come from, I assume, kosher quality? I was don't the know, restaurant? It was, was like, industrial-sized flats of honey cake. Yeah, cardboard box. The size of a ping pong and table. It, and it is not delicious, but you are so hungry, and it is this once-a-year treat. Yes. So you'll take what you can get. Oh, yeah. And, anyway. you, and I mean, if you're lucky, you'll get two pieces. Oof. No, you got to know someone. Um, <laughs> Mom's honey cake is delicious, but no matter how delicious the honey cake is, it will always be reminiscent of whatever that goo was served in the, in in the, the basement. basement. So that was, very, that was very special um, element to this year's. Yeah. I would Rosh say Hashanah. that. I would say if we could just go into a little bit more of a food review. I feel like Mom's brisket this year and her kugel was out of this world. Out of this world. I've never had a brisket. I mean, that was her best brisket she's ever. That was made. it. That I mean, it. that was the and, greatest and brisket. Mom's she's ever made. food is always great, but because she's such an artiste, I'd just say it's wildly inconsistent. It, it, yeah, <laughs> the, the flavors are sometimes different. Sometimes there's. She, she'll be like, oh, I ran out of brisket, so we're using prunes. Right. You know, like that kind of a thing. It's very improvisational. It was, I'm perfection. dreaming of going home and having that brisket. And in fact, the only thing. It's hard thing, to decide what to eat today. No, it's hard to decide what to eat because in addition to the brisket, she did. She pulled a real like wild card mom move where she decided to make something she's just calling Mediterranean chicken <laughs> where she there's no recipe. And she took a bunch of schmutz from the cabinets and seasoned it and then threw it in a pan in the oven with a bunch of other schmutz she found in the fridge. And it is wild tasting. It is incredible. I'm dreaming of this made up. And but she'll it can never, never be recreated. She'll never be able to replicate it. Because she doesn't even know what spices she used. 
<laughs> she doesn't even know. I was trying to like deconstruct it as I'm eating. I'm like, well, I there's clearly turmeric, but are those hints of cinnamon? What else could be in here? She has no idea. And it's phenomenal. I'm so sorry for everybody that's not getting to try this. Yeah, this is this was a year mom it was like Michelin. This is mom's Michelin year. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna uh call back to our last episode. Mom had this very mild case of COVID, but she had to be home for five days straight. So she basically like cooked for five days nonstop because she didn't. She wasn't allowed to leave the house. She didn't have anything. But maybe else that's to do. why it tasted so good because she was because it's hard to. I don't taste anything she was like, anymore at all. Basically, <laughs> she had it while well, she had COVID and she just flavor blasted it. Yeah, that's maybe why it was so good. And because I've had it, you know, then that it reached the point where I no, can taste it. No, but it's true it. because I definitely on day two of COVID or day three had no sense of taste whatsoever but i tried a piece of her brisket and i was like whoa this is so good i can taste everything (laughs) (laughs) it was was amazing uh okay so ugly delicious what a great way to start the day but it's the new year what new year resolutions or commitments do you have pop culture commitments okay so my first pop culture commitment is we we sort of loosely started a tradition last year that i'm really committed now to continuing with my kids my kids are a little bit too young still to take them out on a friday night to a movie so i can't do going out on a friday night to a movie with them but we it's got to start somewhere but but you know but we started this tradition typically on a sunday where we take the kids rock climbing in the morning um and then right around the corner from the rock climbing gym is alamo draft house and we do lunch and a movie at draft house mm, in the afternoon so good i mean your get... kids know that menu inside out <laughs> i've been to that alamo draft house with your you kids you can see mary flagging yes. the waiter excuse me one more apple juice please <laughs> um so that has been it was such a fun part of our winter last year and the kids love it we have so many great memories of seeing awesome movies together sometimes we'd even just go see the same movie twice because there wouldn't there wouldn't be a new kids movie out wow um yeah we did see puss in boots the last switch several swish the uh, a couple times i hear that's good it's very good it's very good um and so my pop culture resolution for the new jewish year is to keep that tradition alive of you know maybe every other weekend or so taking the kids to to the movies but really specifically alamo draft house where we can also get some really good popcorn and chicken fingers (laughs) that is that's amazing i would say my pop culture resolution for this year is i want to keep i I, this was a little bit mine last year but i don't think i said it on the podcast i really want to get back to playing more video games you i feel like i have heard this before yeah because i i've thought about it i it, so like which video games? Well, I, I, ones that are interesting to me. It kind of doesn't matter, but I've also been playing with my kids. This is another thing. I've mm. taught my kids. Like my kids started playing Mario Kart. Ooh. Um, I play Mario Kart on our on our Switch, and uh, and but I've got a few Xbox games. It, for me, the thing is, it takes a few different games for me to find one that I really like. Like I really really loved uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The one that came out was pretty freaking fantastic the story mode of of duty person it was amazing but it was so cool very cinematic but but also a lot of action and a lot of variety and things that you do i have a new year's video game challenge for you 
Miri still talks about, my eldest still talks about the time that you played video games with her when we were on vacation. Marvel Capcom we played. And she would really, I think, really enjoy playing some more video games with her TO. We'll we'll do that. And then there's the Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, which is really easy to play with kids, which is really fun. And I've played that with one of my kids quite a bit. And then there's a new Call of Duty coming out, so I'm intrigued by that. And then I think... I think I just yeah I want to I want to just get you know but sometimes if I if I don't have if I can't easily start playing a game like I play the Witcher video game like if they that make one's you, pretty good they make you gather ingredients for soup. there's a lot of gathering ingredients there's this whole concept now I've complained about this for years ever since that Zelda game of crafting mm-hmm. that's like part of a video game not just you can't just go pick up a weapon and find the sword and whatever you got to go find like a bunch of things and. What does build that a, mean as far as like the standards and attention span and whatnot for kids these days? No, versus kids we were these kids. days. So uh, you know what, kids these days, people. Kids, kids these days. I think New they're segment. misunderstood. <laughs> kids these days, because it seems that they want a video game that can be played for ten thousand hours at least, or twenty thousand hours of variety type of play, which probably is what we wanted as kids but but their expectation for what will make a game not boring is very 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 high and very very intricate so i think like people who want to say kids these days don't have an attention span try playing one of their video games they're in these things called open world so So basically the whole universe you can just walk around anywhere and you got to find badgers and spices and swords and leather pants this is all stuff that i feel like happened in the witcher the wild hunt Mm -hmm. okay and and so I want to you know I want to find more that I liked as much as Call of Duty that are that are interesting to me. So if anyone listens to what plays video games and listens to this, I'm interested. And so those are my big. That's my biggest pop culture resolution. I I don't know if I have. I don't know. I want to go to a few more wrestling matches this year. I'll go with you. Oh oh, you will. But I don't think I could go for like like the one we watched on TV was like six hours long. No no no, no. that's a pay per view. I that's would say like we would really... go to like an AEW Dynamite taping, which is two hours. But specifically one where I could see MJF? Uh, AEW Dynamite is where you're most likely to see him. Okay. So you'd have to buy the tickets in advance. But, and you don't know who's going to be there. Well, no. they, they It depends on the storyline and injuries and stuff, but they would announce that on the way leading up. Okay. So, and just to be clear, MJF, who we've talked about before, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, the great Jewish wrestler. An icon. An icon. Just a true icon, you know. Um, Someone to watch. Um I'll go with you. Okay. I find I think I have a lot of. It's fun really with that fun stuff. in person. You and I have this best... whole like other whole world. There of are Comic-Cons some Cheyenne Becky things that yeah. are that are that are a subset that Lily has no patience for. It's true. Like you've seen a Harry Potter movie, right? I have. I've seen all of them. Okay. But that's also because I hang out with your kids. Okay. And if I'm going to hang out with your kids, at some point you're watching a Harry Potter. Oh movie. yeah, those it's kids love. But it. I I you know they haven't embraced Star Wars, and I'm okay with that. Also. I'm okay with that. I love that they've embraced something. Something, right. They have I love thing. that there is a universe that they care about and mm-hmm. they, the intricacies of it mean something to them. And mm-hmm. that, to me, is just such a great thing. And Harry mm-hmm. Potter, for them, that's amazing. They should have something where their imagination kind of runs wild and they mm-hmm. love those characters and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can also, they're also able to pull out the anti-Semitic things. Right, right, right. Well, your your kids really know how to watch things with a critical eye. I mean, yeah, to the point where they're like aggravated with us. Stop pausing and telling us things. We know. 
Really? Because that's what it's like watching a Harry Potter movie that was like, oh my God, if you try to explain to me one more time who Sirius Black is, I know. <laughs> I know. I know the reveal. All, all right. So let's wish everybody a sweet new year, whether you're celebrating or whether just like, hey, it's the fall, it's the school year. Hope you have a great yeah, year. I hope you. Shana Tova. Yeah. And I hope you fill your new, you know, spiritual year with lots of sweet pop culture things yeah all right and oh support the entertainment community fund all the folks that are striking um uh, uh, are being affected by this quite heavily and we want to make sure we're helping out the community of people who help us watch all of the things that we we enjoy so much and we're able to podcast about and with that follow us at friday night movie FridayNightMovie.com. love you bye Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Friday Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FridayNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.